here we go. Dang it, I missed it, Brandon. Welcome, everyone, to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Every week, we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over a movie since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation about relevant cinema. Uh, I am here with my brother, Brandon Bowlby. Yellow. And my name is Sean Bowlby. Uh, and today we are going to be talking about uh, the new uh, James Campion film, uh, The Power of the Dog. Correct. Uh, yes. Uh, out on Netflix right now. Um, so go check that out. But first, uh, we're going to discuss a little bit of what's coming up this month. Um, <clears throat> We've, uh, I feel like we've mentioned several times um, new movies that are coming out, but every new episode we do, it feels like every week it, it, I learn about some new movie that I'm really excited about. So uh, yeah, because the, the indies kind of sneak up on you mm -hmm. a lot quicker than the, the bigger ones that we've been yeah, talking about for definitely. a while. And now there's a whole slew of new like directors I love that are coming out with movies in December I didn't mm -hmm. know before. Definitely. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, and maybe we'll talk about some of the ones that we're most excited for, even though we've already done that, um, in past episodes. <coughs> Sorry, still, still have that, that chest cold thingy. Um, yeah, so I guess some of the more exciting ones, um, we have the matrix coming up, uh, in, uh, on, I believe that's coming out on Christmas. Hell yeah. Um, um, this weekend, good we or bad or okay, I'm like super excited to just see that movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. <clears throat> um, yeah, then we have the West Side Story coming out this weekend, which um, I'm kind of sold by. I uh, I think the the trailers look really make it look really good. Um, Janusz Kaminski is always you know, kind of killing it with Spielberg and this, yeah, the cinematographer and looks um, very imaginative mm -hmm. and yeah, definitely too. very timely too, um, for that movie to come out as, uh, um, oh, I'm blanking on the writer who just Steven sometimes yeah. passing last yeah. week. Yeah. Then we have Licorice Pizza, which um, we've also talked about before on this show, the new yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson film, um, and then, yeah, which I know you are particularly excited for. <clears throat> for sure. Then we have uh, this weekend, another movie coming out, Being the Ricardos, uh, about Lucille Ball and um, the making of uh, I Love Lucy, which is written by Aaron Sorkin, which looks, which so or sounds pretty cool. Uh, it looks interesting. Um, and he always has, you know, something interesting to deliver. Sure. Um, yeah, also, also this weekend, uh, Red Rocket, which is the new Sean Baker movie. Um, which this is I, one of those that snuck up on me. Yeah. Right. Didn't know yeah. about this like a month ago. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, yeah, and I, I, I just, I'll just mention this to you, but I had not seen Tangerine or um, the Florida, Florida Project. Project, and it's yeah, a crime. those are, yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, it's getting very good reviews. Mm -hmm. So I am, yeah, we'll we'll have you'll have to check out Florida Project, and we'll go see this over the over the break. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is Nightmare Alley, which is the new Guillermo del Toro movie. Have you even seen a trailer for this, Brandon? Is is this his 
follow-up film since Lady in the Water? Has he done yeah. anything else? Uh, no, I think I think this is it. Maybe I mean a... I feel like he just produced a Antlers. Antlers came out earlier, but he he. Now that I'm thinking, that Lady in the Water came out a while ago, so maybe he just took a good, long, decent break and just produced in the meantime. I mean, it's not that long. It's only. Only a few years. Was it four years? 2017, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this one has a pretty incredible cast. Um, Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, Bradley Cooper. um, Yeah, some other, a lot of big names in it. And it looks looks really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me get back to the document. Uh, So yeah, that's next weekend, or not this weekend but the next weekend uh and then we have uh get back the beatles documentary that you you've talked about peter jackson yeah peter nine jackson. hour long beatles documentary yeah uh, looking forward to seeing it mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you know what that's coming is that coming out on it's, the streaming service it's already out uh, oh, wow. i don't know i forget what streaming service but it's already it's already out um nice and then we have uh a couple more kind of miscellaneous ones uh come on come on is the new joaquin phoenix movie that's been getting quite a bit of buzz um flea which is a kind of animated documentary about um about a man fleeing afghanistan uh coming to den moving to denmark i guess it's getting just like a lot of the documentary buzz right now yeah a lot of people talk about it yeah um and then there is the hand of god which you oh you just put that on here and uh yeah. i don't know Paulo sorrento the yeah. director of the great beauty which is yeah. one of my all-time favorites mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of big stuff uh i know we've we have talked about our favorites and yours was licorice pizza but do you have uh outside of that do you, what are you anything changing yeah did anything I, change i think i think it's just still <laughs> licorice pizza mm-hmm. um i think we'll probably all just have to go like christmas weekend when it comes out in wide release yeah, I'm um, in a big group and just see that. I just it's cool seeing him go from like all these crazy experimental bigger films and you know like Master and mm-hmm. Phantom Thread and just going to like this more coming of age movie. Yeah, so I'm excited to see him like stripped back, but we'll see how stripped back. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely excited about that movie. I would I would go um, like right now. I'm probably most excited for Nightmare Alley. It's coming out in a couple weeks and. Um, you know, I've known that it was coming for a while, but it kind of, you know, left my mind for yeah. a, a little bit. And now I'm like realizing all of a sudden that it is pretty much here and Stacked yeah, cast. really excited. Yep. Uh, Seems like he's taking his time with it, too. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's our kind of upcoming movies. Uh, we didn't even mention there's like sp- a Spider-Man movie coming oh, out. I fucking forgot. Something like the that. Movie yeah yeah we totally blanked on that mm-hmm. um yeah and there's probably some other big ones that i'm that we're blanking on but these are kind of the more more of the ones that we're really excited for um yeah. so yeah that's december go check out some movies um get out there um but yeah let's move on to our featured review for the power of the dog um this is the new jane campion movie uh she wrote and directed this film um She's kind of famous for, we were just talking about this before the episode, she's most famous for The Piano, which she was nominated for and, and won several Academy Awards. And uh, she hasn't done a whole lot since, uh, unfortunately. But um, 
yeah, this um, this was at least a show of talent, if nothing else. I'm I'm excited to hear what you thought about the movie, yeah. but but uh, you know, I think we could. Regardless, we could both agree on that. Um, The plot description is charismatic rancher Phil Burbank inspires inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son, Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. A little bit of a spoiler. (laughs) Uh, I don't know a weird way to put it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is not what what how I would have described it. Good old love it. story, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, good, kind-hearted love story. Uh, this movie stars uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons as the two brothers, uh, Kirsten Dunst as the new wife, and Cody Smith McPhee uh, as the the son. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, I saw Jesse Clemens, right? Yeah, Jesse Clemens. It was such a great cast. Benedict Cumberbatch. Love seeing Kirsten Dunst do yeah. good stuff. Um, Don't see her very often. Yeah, but she she's a talent for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Melancholia and uh, some other movies. You know, she she's uh, more few really good to watch right when now. she's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this movie is available on Netflix, I believe exclusively unless you're in maybe new york or la it seems like it's getting yeah. a limited release Very but limited. brandon what did you think of this movie i thought this movie was really fascinating interesting hard to watch like unsettling tonally um even though not quite that much actually happens on screen in front of you um awkward in a, in a really interesting setting that really fuels this movie. Like, I mean, maybe you're used to it. It's just like, it's a Western, it's in Montana. Um, but in the 1920s, Montana, mm-hmm. with this type of culture and these people, it's just like endlessly fascinating to see such a well-made, um, like character drama of people in this time and place, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I, t- it, I Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I have a lot more to say about it being, you know, kind of what this movie did differently from other Westerns, but yeah. It's, um, it's all about the characters here from start to finish, but I was pretty along for the ride as much as like, I also was kind of like grossed out by a lot of the stuff I was watching. Um, I was always like interested in what, where the movie was going and what was going to come next. Um, and why we were watching what we were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like it, it, and it, this, this movie's based on a novel, like it says of the same name. Um, and I think by the time you get to the end, it is very much like a novelistic like conclusion mm-hmm. where things like really peak to, to one important moment that makes a lot of the like stuff you've been watching come around and make a lot of sense. Um, and I really appreciated the ending. I think it helped me enjoy a lot of the movie a lot more. Um, when thinking back on it, um, you know, movies need to stick the landing. And I think the plot really sticks the landing as it's wrapping up in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I have a few nits to pick, but overall, I think this is a really great movie and movie every aspect. Yeah, um, <clears throat> totally agree. Um, 
and yeah, I, I think there's just so much talent up on the screen. The uh, you know obviously the the actors are absolutely incredible. Benedict Cumberbatch, who really is the the main character of this film, um, mm-hmm. and you know the other three who uh, the movie does some kind of in an interesting way brings each of the other three characters in and out of of the main driving plot of the film um and you know they kind of come in and they are kind of the the number two uh alongside benedict cumberbatch for a time but then they stays constant right yeah um so it's kind of cool the way it does that and, and it structures the movie around that um and I also think that the movie really does play in two distinct, um, two fairly distinct s- sections, I guess. They're, like it's broken up um, where, you know, the first half is is really invoking certain uh, emotional, you know, kind of, uh, it, or it's, it's um, you know, invoking very negative, like, fear and like anxiety emotion and then it like kind of goes in a different direction in the second half and really makes you question a lot of that and makes you question even you know basically all of your assumptions in the first move first section of the the movie um i had a lot of like i I was like predicting a lot in Mm -hmm. this movie i thought i knew where it was going Mm -hmm. and sinister sinister or like non-sinister endings were popping into my head like for how these like characters are going to wrap up and none of them ended up happening yeah the way i was to the like movie's credit Uh uh, from the first half to what happened in the second half like i i i think they set you up for a lot of things and then give you a special unique ending that you weren't think it would play out yeah definitely and go like takes you in a direction you were you had no idea the movie was going to go in um yeah and you know it's a lot of i was saying a lot of talent jane jane uh campion is pretty incredible she has a a pretty incredible eye i believe all this was shot in new zealand um which you know kind of uh really i thought really lent itself to that vast shot in new zealand for okay for, for Montan- a montanian landscape yeah and i wonder if if shooting it in new zealand uh, maybe it's it's a lot more sparsely or there's sections that are much more sparsely populated um, although Man- montana is pretty sparsely populated and um, yeah. <clears throat> pretty big lots of open but, plains rolling hills stuff like yeah that. It, but it looked real but there's some beautiful shots mm, in yeah, this movie absolutely um, incredible yeah. vast landscapes that yeah. um, i don't know maybe you're just kind of can't do in in Mon- in america these days anymore the way that, that you are able yeah. to in in new zealand right um, there was, yeah and that really made you feel like you're the, the isolation the like you know fading cowboy lifestyle yeah. the 1920s Mont- what montana would feel like and just like mm. there's a day's ride into the next town kind mm-hmm. of thing um yeah. and they're out here ranching in the middle of nowhere yeah um I, I wanted to talk about that for a little bit because um, mm-hmm. I think this movie uh, does or, or touches on some things that a lot of Westerns have touched on. Um, I've seen, 
several, many, many Westerns are, are all about kind of that turn of the century um, <clears throat> and a passing kind of a bygone era of the cowboy and the old West. And um, yeah. meanwhile, you know, modern, uh, the modern world is slowly encroaching and, and the train is, is coming into town. Whereas right. it used to have, it was only stagecoach that could. Yeah, I remember could the highways brought up at one point yeah. in this movie, they're like highways, the bulldoze in the old cemetery, <clears throat> highways going right through it. Yeah. Um, kind of stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, and a ton of movies like, um, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kid, uh, unforgiven is another one. Uh, and, uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance are kind of some of the the main ones that that come to mind, but the inter- the thing that this movie does differently is that it's the 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 character that is um, representing the old West and the the kind of holding on to that old um, frontier lifestyle is the villain of this movie. Unlike pretty much every other Western that I've seen. Um, it, it is kind of the modern world that is the victim, uh, that are the victims or, or the characters that represent the more modern world that are the victims of the Benedict Cumberbatch's character. And right. I thought that was a, an interesting take on it because it's, it is always like this bygone era and this, this, you know, hero, this, this great hero of the West who I is see what you mean. It's the opposite, on. Right? And uh, I, th- yeah. I really like He's that. The, they're usually the heroes, mm-hmm. definitely, but not in the, not in this film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, the, in in a lot of ways, this this movie is kind of an anti-western. Um, <clears throat> there's that. There's uh, you know, it doesn't have kind of well, I don't want, I, I won't I won't get into that till spoilers, but um, you know, kind of the ending is is uh, very feels more like an anti-western type ending. Um, but yeah, I, I have to mention the score as well. Johnny Greenwood, um, yeah, absolutely kills it. And I I didn't know that going into the movie, but yeah, as as I was watching the movie, I was like, the score is like weird and interesting, yeah. mm-hmm. and it kind of works. Yeah. Um, and then of course, I when I saw like on Wikipedia that was Johnny Greenwood, I was like, okay, like, yeah, this totally makes sense. He's doing his own thing, but he's genius at it. Mm-hmm, definitely, I think yeah. The it was just like the plucking cello. It was like a cello or a stand-up bass or something, but just that low, um, you know, not the not the bow sound, but the the plucking sound and the uh, just like it was so. Uh, sounded so good it was unsettling and um yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> made made me feel uh ill at ease ill at ease that's yeah not, that's not right yeah um but yeah what um do you have anything you want to add before we jump into spoilers i am down for going into spoilers because there's yeah. a lot of stuff i want to talk about but i think we get we both given our overall opinions we mm-hmm. both loved it yeah absolutely um, so, it yeah, is, you know, kind of. Sl- it, it is a bit slower, slower paced of a western, and, um, but yeah, I think, I think most people would enjoy this. I, I, I definitely recommend it. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, jump into it. Let's do it. Um, the ending. Spoilers. Should we just Here do we yeah spoiler section? Here we go. Uh, the ending. What did you think of the ending? Uh, did you did you see any of it coming at all? No. Well, literally I, not yeah. until the funeral and he's like, yeah, 
and I kind of wish they hadn't even shown him like holding the rope in bed. I kind of wish it had just been that throwaway line at the funeral right before it cuts, mm-hmm. um, where he's like, "How did he? He was always so careful. How did he get whatever the disease yeah. was? Like it was anthrax. Or, it was an- how do you anthrax. get anthrax? He was always so careful. I wish it had just <clears throat> left there, but yeah. like, like that was it's so clever." And such, like I said, a novelistic, like, Mm -hmm. written ending for how everything is concluded. Yeah. Absolutely. And I didn't, you said the bed, he was, when he was in the bed, he was, it gave it away or something. But no, no. just after that, it shows him sitting in the bed holding the rope with gloves. Oh. And you're, it's just like kind of accenting the point even further. Yeah. um, That it was his Um, string that did it and stuff. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. did you think that wasn't accidental right that was no it was it was totally on purpose this this kid i would say actually one thing i've been plotting this yeah or not that exact thing but i've been plotting like wanting to get rid of this guy somehow for a Mm -hmm. while um yeah i i will say i i think i wouldn't have necessarily gotten that it was on purpose if it if it wasn't for him sitting in the bed holding the rope that it was in that last shot where he like sees his his mom and and Jesse Plemons walking up um i think like cuz i was you know i was totally confused the whole time and i was just absolutely shocked and i was like what happened and then it was just like when he said the anthrax thing i was like oh my and then like you remember him that that Close up, slow shot of him reaching into the water to grab the yeah. rope, which um, was a weird shot, right? It went on yeah. for a little too long. Yeah. Also, him like um, him, the long shot of him like cutting off the animal's bulls without gloves on, yeah. and like like castrating the bull. Like, <clears throat> oh yeah, and he even said, like, oh. he even in that scene, he said it's always the last, the last one that that you get, you cut yourself on or something yeah, like that. That's where the. Wait, is that where the cut started, or did it start with the log throwing? I think it, no, I think it was just the log throw okay, that okay. that cut. But it was just like bringing up that it could because they they mentioned that and or I don't know if yeah, but they mentioned like anthrax several times throughout the movie, yeah. and um, yeah, a lot of very subtle hints and uh, placing of ideas throughout the movie, and then. Um, I, I liked yeah. the like one of the final shots of him uh, watching his parents or his mom come home from the funeral, I guess, yeah. through the window yeah. and them like hugging each other and kissing each other like yeah. from a distance, though. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you can imagine everyone he like everyone's lives get at least a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like she probably puts down the alcohol, her her complete mm-hmm. dehabilitating the right word anxiety Mm -hmm. probably starts going away and Mm -hmm. she's able to like you know enjoy her time on this ranch more and be with present with her husband and Mm -hmm. um yeah i think i think in a lot of ways he probably saves that the family dynamic yeah definitely um however uh or i mean so like the first half of the movie, I don't remember how, when it, it like kind of starts to make the change, but as soon as he starts being ni- nice to the kid, mm-hmm. um, the movie takes a really interesting turn. What, what was your take on that? What did you, 
do you think that was genuine uh, affection for the kid that yeah that blossomed and into that something else a, or do you think yeah, it could I, because I think the first thought uh, I mean the first thought that I had is that he's trying to use the kid to torment the mom further but I, I think yeah. I think a lot of a few see that's a good point I think a few different things happen and I think I think he would have definitely gone traveling with this kid and tried to sleep with him mm. if the kid had gone on like the what couple week adventure that he or the couple day per adventure yeah. that he proposes at one point mm -hmm. i think it could have led down that path um and that probably it might not necessarily would have been a great ending i mean mm -hmm. we don't even know if uh the the main boy is gay or not like mm -hmm. we don't see any i don't think we see any proof either yeah. way of that but i think he puts he puts up with it in the last few scenes and isn't afraid to shy away because he knows he's killing him. Mm, yeah. And yeah, that's what know, I was, like, I was going to say. You, it, there is that one well, scene where they, sh the they share the cigarette. He shares a cigarette, which is clearly, um, and, and he knows that he, you know, or he saw the, not pornography, the, but the magazines. Yeah. He saw um, the magazines. And he clearly he put things together. Yeah. He says he's like you slept naked. Like he says that yeah. confidently without yeah. shying away, and does the cigarette thing confidently yeah. without shying away. Yeah. Um, and I think at that point he's just like, I'm gonna kill this guy, mm -hmm. and I'm so above everything right now yeah. that I don't need to be like worried about these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but there's I just thought that was yeah. a really badass thing for yeah, the definitely. for that sh like shy kid to do. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and you like you kind of get that that sense throughout the movie like early on you know he's he's making the flowers and um you know he the, gets made fun of and he kind of just runs away but once he gets to the ranch there's like that scene where he he mm -hmm. walks through all the all the all those um ranch hands yeah. that's sitting around and they're all like you know calling, yeah, calling him nancy and, and yeah i think and he just right. kind of he's... confidently walks through and confidently walks back and there was, you know, kind of a change there that you yeah, know, kind of pick I, up on. You're right. I think he knows he has a plan hmm. early on and he's okay taking a little bit of shit because he knows either way he's going to rise above it all. Uh -huh. um, like you said, he walks straight to those birds and comes back and there's this long shot of him not caring, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and there's no kind of side scenes of it getting to him either. Mm-hmm and a too challenging way other than maybe at the very beginning of the yeah. movie early on when he's just serving them food. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's because he's already kind of made up his mind that I'm smarter than these guys and I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. Right. Cause you assume like he, I think a, a bit of time had passed at that point. He maybe went off to, what did they say? Um, Yale, School. Yale, I think he, to become a surgeon <clears throat> or something with some, Ivy League school and yeah so he kind of came back perhaps more confidently and um, you He's wonder like for the summer right? do you, but do you think he had a plan to kill him from that point or do you think it just kind of you know he learned about the rope he and, learned about his mom maybe he learned about his and mom. her alcoholism mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if he knew that before he came back yeah it probably formed early on when he got there like mm -hmm. seeing how hard it was on his mom because he tells that story about his dad um, committing suicide of him finding his dad to alcoholism. Yeah. So like he's probably like I'm gonna do I'm gonna protect my mom mm -hmm. so this doesn't happen to her. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think 
I think Benedict Cumberbatch, like I, you asked that good question, like what was his actual goal? Because like some of it was to piss off his mom. Mm -hmm. So he like, definitely gives her some looks like, look what I'm doing to your kid. Mm -hmm. I'm gaining his trust. Um, but at the same time, I think he starts caring about the boy because he, you see his like adamant um, about like completing this rope on time before mm -hmm. he leaves. Yeah. Like I think he like genuinely start like, regardless of what his initial intentions mm -hmm. were, he like actually starts having like feelings for him and bonding yeah. enough with him to like be mm -hmm. obsessed with completing this gift for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And it, it definitely seems like he it has a genuine intention to, you know, make him a better, more confident, more capable kid. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> probably his own perspective of what that means, but um with the other guy with the you know he's i think he he probably f finds the similarity in what happened to him in his past right um yeah like some some actual cowboy like showed affection to him and trained him and mm -hmm. um, yeah yeah helped him out in his life and, i guess yeah I, I gotta say there's like as we're even talking there's so many little subtle things that i'm i'm like remembering from the movie and there's that was one thing like there's so many little unspoken details throughout this movie that <clears throat> that kind of just very subtly call back to the point where I don't even know if it was intentional or if I'm just putting this into the movie. But like things as little as there was a shot early on of the fire escape, the rope in the, mm. the inn. When um, I saw that shot, I was like someone's going to hang themselves from that. Yes. Rope. That was my exact thought. Yeah. And you know, they don't, they don't say anything. Maybe it lingers on that rope for just a second yeah. longer. Um, and then like later on, much later on in the movie, he mentions that his dad hung himself and it's like, was that, did she do that? Did yeah. she, was that, did she put that in my brain? And like, now I know I can like picture how he killed himself just because and of that shot from using from the, that fire escape rope from yeah using the like, fire escape rope and like jumping out the window with the fire escape rope and hanging himself like that and then i'm like picturing him it's really smart outside the house hanging from this fire escape rope i'm just like did she do that <laughs> also that, like did all I think that it's also a call forward to um to just like the final rope you know that kills benedict cumberbatch True. And, i don't know just yeah. ropes yeah for sure uh, ropes are a big theme in this movie right brandon i, I don't know what the word theme they're an object that mm. comes you see and is mentioned many times mm. in different ways yeah uh yeah it was just that was uh, i thought about that rope in the moment but yeah you, you, i forgot about it you calling back to it yeah um i don't even know if it was a callback but that was just like like just because she hung on that rope for a second longer, I pictured his dad hanging outside that window from that rope, yeah. and yeah, it was just like such an uh, an impactful moment. So we're supposed to. So you you think that that was actually the house that he was raised in? Like they had a restaurant and stuff like that. I like that's kind of what you assumed. I kind Why of. Why would they yeah. be in a different house than yeah, before? That's kind of okay. what I assumed. Got it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe, maybe not, I, but I don't know. One question, like, when did you start, like, when did you think maybe Benedict Cumberbatch was gay or bi? And 
where that plot point was going? Um, the first time he crawls through that little tunnel and goes and he just rubs mud over all over himself. Okay. Like, Oh yeah. It's like um, some weird tunnel. The, I mean, like, again, it, it, this is kind of like the fire escape rope where there's no direct connection. There's nothing that he does in that scene that would make you think that it's just like a really smart, subtle little thing that almost you don't even realize it until it comes back up later. But yeah. just the fact kind of, that of him, cra- like a little hidden, hidden place, he crawls through. You know, it's kind of uh, intimate, not not sexual, but it's, um, yeah. You know, Wait, is that like is moment. that like his is that like his closet? Yeah, something like is that. that. And I I also had in my head that 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 maybe worked, the crawl space worked mm-hmm. maybe better in a book, the book than it did in oh. the movie. I was like, what are they? Can't they walk around the tree? Like, I didn't really yeah. understand. Is this like the secret garden or something? Yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't probably the description that. of it a book works better than like a movie because mm-hmm. like if they just showed a wide shot of whatever that actually was, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't make sense. Yeah, um, it's just a river. Like you can get yeah. to that river. <laughs> yeah, any other way. Uh huh. But um, that's a pretty minor thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I go even. That's kind of when you first start feeling some kind of like something's different mm-hmm. in him. Yep. Um. Also, I felt like the the like shrine and the reference is to the the dead cowboy. Yeah, um, started giving it away to me pretty early. I was like, some like they. I was like, I think maybe they fucked. In yeah, my head. I was like, when yeah. I saw that like weird shrine that he was uh-huh. rubbing and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, that popped in my head early. Yeah, that's true. I didn't pick up because he like he's very like aggressively oiling the leather mm-hmm. on that thing. I didn't quite understand that at the time but it definitely they, they, yeah they talk about this old this cowboy mm-hmm. so many times like in the first half yeah. of the movie his mm-hmm. name just keeps coming up yeah he taught um, there ta- was some yeah taught him how to say or how to see things or whatever great something that um though so that that scene was really was i just really interesting i just another thing popped into my head he said uh the guy taught him how to how to see things like in the in the hills or in the mountains and the young kid also was able to see things. I don't know what that means. I, but there's kind of an interesting connection there. <clears throat> yeah, I, I kind of I felt like they were talking about like being being more than just like the dumb cowboy life. Like mm-hmm. there's like beauty in this like place in the mm-hmm. hills. Yeah. Um or just even just the, the way you look at the shadows that the hills are making look like a barking dog. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I mean, there was maybe it was like kind of an obvious thing because the other cowboys were like, what, what? I don't see it. You know, what's over there? And it's like, you'll never, you'll never understand. I loved um, that scene. I don't even know why. I, I did it. like that scene. I'm not actually complaining uh-huh. about it, but um, uh, it's, yeah, I think it's just like the beauty is over there, I uh-huh. guess. And yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the boy sees it because obviously mm-hmm. it's like a wants to be a doctor, intellectual. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think they're commentating on? Oh, I don't know. I was just just the fact that the what was his name, Buffalo Henry, taught him how to see in the mountain, and then the kid okay. could kind of see things. I don't know. There was like some some connection there of maybe passing down. Um, <clears throat> 
or yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Um, was able to Rising see things above, see, see things differently, just, or yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It's just I yeah. I think it's just like um, uh, I don't know the spirituality mm -hmm. of like the cowboy life, you know, as opposed to just artwork and fucking prostitutes, maybe and. Yeah. A few of them have, you know, he, the the dead cowboy taught him that there's more to the world mm -hmm. um, that you can see. Stuff yeah, like that. for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you... Uh, other, other scenes that stood out to me. The, yeah, yeah. The, the dancing scene with Jesse Plemings um, after they get married. Yes. Uh, like, you, you see almost, like, very little between them. Obviously, he does, like, the nice gesture of like helping her run her kitchen for a bit, mm -hmm. but all of a sudden they're married. And I really appreciated um, that scene when they're on the way to the back to his house mm -hmm. um, where you actually get to see a little bit of depth between them. Yeah. Um, in that one moment of her, like leading him on how to dance and he like cries and he's just like, uh, it's yeah. just like such simple lines. Just like, it it's feels good nice. to be alone. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, the, the, yeah, the landscape that they shot that in, instead of it being in like a in their house or in like a, a little room or something they're in this like vast landscape of beauty um mm -hmm. yeah on the really, way to the ranch yeah for sure um there's so many great little things i i loved the the early scenes between benedict cumberbatch and jesse plemons where yep. jesse plemons almost like v almost ignored everything that Benedict mm -hmm. Cumberbatch was saying throughout like the first, however, is you it, know, there's a good line. He's like, you want to, you want to, what do you say? We go like, just trying to be friends with this. Mm -hmm. He's like, what do yeah. you say? We go in the mountains and like hang out like old times kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And yeah. he like barely has anything to say to him. He's like, what? Something got your gut. Yeah. Um, and it's just this awkward moment between them. Uh -huh. And he kind of tells you everything about the relationship. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can tell that he's just like at the point where he can't even engage anymore with his yeah. brother. I, like, because it's almost like, you know, as you come to find out, ev almost everything he does is calculated and um, villainous and is, is trying to either tear you down or, you know, whatever it is. It's, um, yeah. And he just can't even engage with it because it doesn't have a word to say because he knows that anything he he says or is just going to be yeah it's going to be used against him um, i think one of my nits to pick while like some of those individual scenes were good i don't even know if they still are nits but i do have because like the movie concluded in a really interesting way but in the moment in the first half hour of this movie I was just feeling like Benedict Cumberbatch is like so evil. Like he, every moment we see him on screen, mm -hmm. he's just being an absolute asshole. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if it, I still think it's too much. Maybe I would have to hmm. feel out the movie again. Um, but in the moment I was just like, all right, we get it. Like this guy's a piece of shit. Um, every, like not every word that comes out of his mouth has to be like this. And maybe I wish the movie had been like 20 minutes longer mm -hmm. before his brother goes off and gets married of like them 
starting to hate each other more because mm. like i don't think he's hated his brother since they were like kids i don't know like otherwise he probably wouldn't have been or like he would have left a while ago i don't know it kind of felt like a more recent thing yeah because like him saying why something in your gut like he obviously hadn't been like you're saying ignoring him his brother completely up mm -hmm. until more recently yeah um or else his or else benedict cumberbatch wouldn't still be trying to make a connection with him anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe I'd wish I'd seen that transition more and it would have made it feel more realistic to me because hmm. yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch was just at 11 right off the get-go. Uh-huh. Yeah, know. that's um, that's probably true. Uh, although I I do think um, it, it kind of makes that transition into the, I don't know, second, third act of the movie when he kind of starts being nice to the, the boy so much more shocking i guess and like so jarring and it's really hard for a long time to even um ex to even consider that he's actually just being nice to this kid yeah. um <clears throat> and there's a couple scenes where people are just talking to each other normally like benedict cumberbatch and like towards the end of the movie and i'm like wow is this the first time i've ever just heard people conversing in this film mm -hmm. like like side by side um, yeah because everyone is so stiff and stilted and calculated mm -hmm. for most of this film yeah um i mean i guess i thought there's enough of uh, enough moments to relieve that <clears throat> early on like like the scene with his ranch hands or whatever where they're looking out at the mountains and um and, and anytime he talked about buffalo henry um you really got the sense that he he did have a, or you know, he yeah, has a genuine, or he that he at least can be genuine. He, yeah, there's something in his past of that. Right. And, um, <clears throat> I guess I thought there was enough of that, and I thought that they mm -hmm. were, you know, it was just such. I was so intrigued by how they were building that character. I guess. Um, no, it makes sense. Just, That's it, good. Those are some good defenses. Yeah. Like you're pointing out those scenes that were spat, mm -hmm. like. Uh, sprinkle throughout the first mm -hmm. like third of the movie yeah um yeah uh any other thoughts the, um, or you have yeah i liked the dynamic between i liked figuring out the dynamic of like mm -hmm. who they were like what this ranch was their what their family is like i don't know all that was slowly revealed throughout the mm -hmm. movie like why are they ridiculously rich and wealthy and um i don't know you you just like you still don't know too much, but it's mm -hmm. enough to get the, like, you know, their dad's like, they kept talking about this governor and I was like, oh, their dad is the governor of Montana or I'm assuming so. No. They don't even tell you that specifically. No, I think the governor think was the that. other couple. They, cause they invited their parents over and, or he invited their parents and the governor. So it was like when um, during when that scene oh. happened, there was the, the just... old guy with the big white beard was the dad. And then there was the mother. Uh, They're just rich there. enough. And then there was the to other be friends guy. With the governor. Yeah, the other guy who left quickly, I think. Um, that was the governor and his wife. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they yeah, just, so just a wealthy, a wealthy, wealthy or parents. I don't know what they maybe they were in politics or whatever, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the the parents seemed like. You know, just like upper social Montanian uh -huh. socialites, um, 
and somehow, or I guess they owned this ranch and Benedict Cumberbatch went down the lifestyle of actually working on it while, um, while the other brother, uh, uh, Jesse Plemons like went down more the financial road of just like, yeah I assume they yeah they both um, and it seemed like they both kind of grew up with um, Buffalo Henry as well so you get the sense that even Jesse Plemons at one point was pretty you know was down and dirty and, and got his hands yeah. dirty with the ranch I don't know if they got all their money from the ranch or if they you know just took a, a lot of <clears throat> family money to to build the house and everything and get um, the land. But yeah, it seems like Jesse Plemons more took over that that financial and the the money side of it. And yeah, Benedict Cumber- I loved that. Yeah, I loved the differences of the brother, especially since you can kind of get the sense that they both started in a in a similar place. Mm-hmm. One scene I really wanted to point out that it kind of blew me away was the piano scene. Uh, and which one? The the one where Kirsten Dunst is is um, practice you know she she gets the new piano she and she yeah. starts practicing the yeah. and then but she you know she's having troubles playing it and she starts over several times and then Benedict Cumberbatch just walks in and he, I was terrified <laughs> and like all of a sudden movie. just flooded with anxiety. And he just walks in, walks up the stairs, and then that shot looking down at her from the stairs, and you just gets his banjo. You just hear the banjo, and just the the devastating mockery of what he did. He's just better than her, right? Is that what it was? I mean, it's yeah, yeah, like realistically, he's just better than her, and she's not very good at the piano, and he he can play the song that she was trying to play. But like the way that the scene was shot and the, you know, the way that it built up to that scene, it was just like anxiety inducing and so insulting and um, just devastating. As, yeah. And in the back of my head, I was like, oh, man, they could just jam with each other. Like, uh-huh. this could be a good connection they uh-huh. have. Like, they're both musicians. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I almost thought at the very start of that scene when he was playing in the background mm-hmm. that he would come down the stairs and they would start bonding over uh-huh. But then yeah. it was just like did not go that way at all. Yeah. And then like through <clears throat> throughout the rest of the movie, he uses that little. Yeah, the whistle. Yeah. Just to fuck with her. Yeah. And it was just like, I thought that was so clever and so well done. Um, Kirsten Dunst's performance in that scene was incredible. And actually just throughout the rest, the whole movie, um, the scene where she was really drunk and talking to her son. Um, I thought that was, you know, it was incredible. Which, was which really, scene? There's like, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Give me one more detail when they're talk they're they're talking about the rabbit. Um, I believe, right? Is that what it was? When she well, was just like, like she was in her she was in her robe and she's talking to her son and she's just like really intoxicated. I'm, I'm having and he brings the rabbit. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. And then they're like they're yeah. playing with it and holding yeah. it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of snaps out of it for a second uh-huh. and. Um, I thought, yeah, she just like the way she played that scene was pretty incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, 
I mean, just like her alcoholism, the the way it just like mm-hmm. absolutely like subdues her, like yeah. and making her sick. She just looked so ill too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I don't know. It was super believable um, mm-hmm. in the way she was handling everything. Yep, absolutely. I think we could keep going. Um, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch. I could point out, you know, fifteen, ten different scenes that that blew me away with his performance. But uh, is there anything else you wanted to specifically mention? Those are all the big points. It's a really good movie. Go see it. Everybody. Absolutely. Highly recommend it. Or you don't even have to go and see it. Just stay in and see it. On Netflix. On Netflix. Um, Or, but I will say if you, if you do happen to have access to this movie in theater, I, I really wish I had seen this movie in theater. It's the landscapes, the cinematography was pretty breathtaking agreed um but yeah um i think that's it next week uh we're probably going to do the west side story or just the west side story um what is it is it the west no it's just west side story right i think so Mm -hmm. um and that's going to be are you doing that or do i'm going to do it do we know all right you and Maybe, maybe probably Nick. I'm gonna make yeah. Nick do it because okay. Derek obviously yeah. Derek, is about Derek it. just had a baby. Congratulations, oh Derek! If you can take time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast, uh, congratulations! Congrats, dude. Uh, that is awesome. But um, yeah, uh, tune in next time for West Side Story. Um, and until then, like and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Bye. Later.